Welcome to the Rise and Shine podcast series with Diane McKendrick, where we discuss filling your cup, embracing financial abundance, and designing the life of your dreams. Hello there, happy people. Well, haven't I got a doozy for you today? Uh, Welcome to the Rise and Shine podcast. My name is Diane McKendrick, and I am your host, Hostess with the mostest, as they say. And we are up to episode number 27. And the topic for today is five mistakes that most of my clients make. So another very short, punchy and potent podcast for you today, because I wanted to uncover, discover, elicit all these mistakes that firstly, I made many of them as well. And now that I'm working with Um, my clients and the students in my mastermind, I'm just watching and I'm observing and I'm witnessing and I'm just noticing that there's a trend in, I don't know, maybe it's because we're all human or maybe because we're taking these massive leaps in our life and our business that the same things keep popping up and it's very similar. Now I've got in my platinum VIPs, we've got six people going through that and it's like one person comes up with a challenge And then the next person has a very similar one. And then the next person has a similar one. So what it's been able to gift me in creating my packages, my high-end packages, is to be able to work with people so closely in a package style scenario that we're going through together. So the community is working closely together. So I use peer pressure in a good way. We leverage on the community and they hold each other accountable and they take massive action and they hold each other accountable to that. But the beauty of it is as well, we're sitting back and observing and witnessing. I can pinpoint and I can pull out and I can elicit these mistakes that I personally made as an entrepreneur and a mama and watching a lot of the other entrepreneur mums. We need to think of a word for that. If you come up with a word for it, tell me. The mumpreneur has been used but there's got to be another really cool world word out there for all these conscious women that are creating businesses doing what they love with people that they love and creating an income from it as well so if you think of that word please let me know um so yes i've been watching what's happening for people i I observe what's happened for myself and i was like you know what what if i could um pinpoint it and what if i could dissolve it or diffuse it or give you some kind of framework um to sort of dissolve this thing or dissolve this fear even before you got to it. So I've gone through and I've picked out the five most common mistakes that I'm seeing my students and my clients make in life and business. And it is fairly directed towards business, this podcast, but you can um, take it. I'll be speaking about business, but you can really uh, duplicate it over into any area of your life because the way you do one thing or the way that you do one thing in one area of your life, if you look into other areas of your life, you will notice that you're probably doing a very similar pattern. So even if you're not in business or you don't even intend to have a business, the first side note there is, are you, or the question is, are you doing a job you love with people that you love getting paid an income that you're happy with? And if not, then this is a possibility for you. This life, this lifestyle that I live, that my sister Michelle Ann lives and many of our students and clients now are living, doing what they love with people they love, um, making an income from it. So you can do that too. Many of us don't dare to dream because our, our parents didn't do it or our family doesn't do it. And we've been taught you do the nine to five, you go to work at nine in the morning, you work all week, get the money in the bank account. And at the end of the day, that is stable and that is secure. 
Well, let me bust that myth for you. A lot of you know, because you've been following for a while now. My husband is an international air, was an international airline pilot. And then coronavirus hit and we got the phone call one day and it was like, you have no longer got a job. So he went from quite a high income, secure, stable job to diddly squat. <laughs> so if, even if you think it's secure, even if you think it's stable, um, or you're staying in the nine to five because of the reasoning that it's secure and stable, I just busted that myth for you. Not to scare you, but basically nothing is secure and stable or certain. And as a human, it's one of our basic needs to have this feeling of security. So we've got to create it within ourselves. And we do lots of little tricks in our head to convince ourselves that we're safe and secure when in reality, Everything happens in divine timing. We have no control over it. It's all an illusion. That's another podcast. Uh, but hey, let's work with what we've got. Let's dream big. Let's support each other's dreams. Let's lift each other up. Let's pinpoint the things that we can change and the things that we can I don't know if control is the right word, the things that we can control and design the life that you deserve, design the life that you want. No more waking up in the morning, just doing what you're, you're, you're told. A lot of us are on autopilot and we're just running the same tape every single day. Wake up, walk to the coffee machine, drink the coffee, go to work, drive to work, work, drive home from work, turn the TV on, eat the same thing for dinner every night. It's freaking boring. You've got more to you and you've got more to life. So let's dare to dream. That's where it starts. It starts with a dream. It starts by watching myself or my sister, Michelle Ann, or some of our clients, you know, living the dream and stepping up and really making a go of it. And then that's how I started. I looked at someone else and I was like, hey, if she can do it or if he can do it, is it possible that maybe I could do it? Because I was that, guys. I was in the nine to five. I was a shopping centre manager. I was deep in it, up to my eyeballs in it, uh, except it wasn't nine to five. It was probably 7 a.m. till 7 p.m., sometimes 9 p.m. And then I would find myself going home at 7 or 9 p.m., feeling isolated, lonely, miserable, miserable, cracking open the bottle of wine, drinking the whole bottle of wine and waking up in the morning with a bit of a hangover. But the problem, real problem was when I was drinking a whole bottle or a bit more and I was waking up without a hangover because my body got used to it and I was terribly overweight. I was very swollen and puffy. Uh, but hey, I was earning a lot of money and I thought that was the metric for success. I get the money, live at Balimba, got a nice car, got a hot boyfriend. Well, you, I've made it. Woo! And uh, many of you have heard, I just woke up one day and it was like, seriously, is this all there is? So yeah, you can do this. Let's do it. Let's do it together. If you're feeling like you want more support, um, we work with everybody from right at the beginning, completely invisible in the world of social media, completely invisible in business, right up to um, the invincible. I've worked with Francesca Moy and I did her invisible to invincible bums on seats and she's taught me so much. She's currently uh, teaching me now and going through ma mafia certification with her so I can officially teach it to you. And yeah, this is amazing. This is good. Let's get started and let's do this. Okay, so if you listened last week, you would know that I was a little bit cheeky in pausing the recording every now and again because I had to do it in a few little different takes because I had so much on. Um, side note here, and I like to share this side of it because... Otherwise you don't see it and you don't know and you look from the outside and you think everything's perfect and it's great and it's wonderful, which of course it is, uh, but it also isn't, right? So I just paused 
because I'm here doing the podcast a little later than usual. I usually do it 10, 30, 11 o'clock-ish on a Monday morning. Um, but I was super modeling today for beautiful Yana, Lisa Brown from Sip and Dip. She does um, stunning, absolutely stunning outdoor settings. And they take you through a process where you do your own painting. So you've got cheese and wine and olives and sun-dried tomatoes and all the fancy things. I was out there with her today. So the podcast had to wait and it's about 5.20. I've just got off a call. It's 5.20. Um, Gus is home with the kids and they've had a fantastic day. And they've just made themselves an orange cake. So as I'm out here recording this, you might have heard it in the background that the timer went off. And my brain went to myself, oh my gosh, now I need to start again because the timer has gone off in the background. And then I stressed a little bit and I was like, hold on a second, I can just press pause and I can go turn that thing off. And then I can come back, compose myself and continue. So you may have heard the timer. Um, I've given the kids the warning, don't come in, I'm recording the podcast. But if you listen closely, you're probably going to hear them playing outside or Gus in there taking the cake. I can hear him in there now taking the cake, trying to um, be so quiet about it. Um, and, and, you know, don't need to bring your attention to it. But the reason I wanted to share that, guys, is because it doesn't have to be perfect. If you're, a, if you're a client of mine, a student of mine, and you're ready to take this next level, one of the biggest mistakes is perfectionism actually that one wasn't even on the list that just came out let's start with that one I might have six for you today let's keep this short and sharp and snappy let's go number one the biggest mistake my clients make is waiting for things to be perfect I've got to re-record that podcast because xyz or I can't start it because you look at the photo let's use the podcast as an example that photo is not perfect it's actually not even a very good photo and now I'm up to episode 27 if I didn't start because I didn't have a good photo then I never would have started. Every single week since I verbalized and started the podcast, I have committed to it and I have delivered. I have published and released a podcast every single week. The photo is still crappy. If you've heard the story, it was a couple of podcasts up at the beginning there that I rocked up to my friend's house and I said, Loz, I want a photo. You've got all your podcast gear set up. I want to start one. Um, I don't know how, but I do know how to take a photo. Here's my phone. Have you got a background? Let me borrow your earphones and your little microphone thing because I didn't have any of that. And she, she pulled a wash, a, a sheet out of the wash, literally, and hung it up over the whiteboard, that green sheet that you see. If you look closer, there's bloody crinkles in it. It doesn't matter. So to mistake number one is clients waiting for things to be perfect. We have to let go of the perfectionism and so many of us do it. And if you want a little tip of what's happening here right now, two little children. <laughs> you guys can say hi. I'm doing the podcast. Come say hi quickly, please. The Spotify? To paint the picture, I'm speaking into this microphone. Es Esme just bought me out new water, freshened my water up. And Ross is standing here with the... Vacuum cleaner to go clean up a mess, I'm is guessing. It, it gonna be hi, guys! Don't be silly, please. Is it on Spotify? It will be. It will. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everyone okay. on Spotify. All right, off you say. Hello, everyone on Spotify. <laughs> School holiday. So, no more coming in, please. Okay. Okay, good. To put it away, leave it outside the door, I'll take care of it. Okay, so very unprofessional, very not perfect. But guess what? I can tell that many of you, bang, she slams the door. Whoa, there she goes. <laughs> many of you are giggling and laughing and you feel more connected to me right now because you just heard my kids. 
they are in there. They're probably about to start the vacuum cleaner. I didn't even think of that. Anyway, don't wait for everything to be perfect. I've released 27 of these now. Um, if I waited for that photo to be perfect, if I waited for the audio to be perfect, uh, go back and listen to the one that Jill and I did. I think it's episode number 20. Uh, we recorded it literally in the front seat of my Triton on my iPhone because my laptop flat battery went flat and the sound is awful. It is absolutely terrible, but the content is great. So you're going to go and listen to that. Um, it's amazing. Episode number 20. All right. So perfectionism, kick it to the curb. And I know it's hard because it's drilled into us since we're little to, to be perfect and make things professional and all the thing, but just, just get it out there. We can perfect it on the run. Well, you can't edit nothing. That's what happened when I wrote the book. I got this thing, my, I can't edit nothing. So let's just get something done and then we can start to change it. That is really important. If you're taking notes, if you're writing things down, please write that down. Let go of the perfectionism. It is. It ruins people's businesses. It ruins your spark. And I know so many of you, yep, there goes the vacuum cleaner. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Oh dear. Anyway, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to give you 20 minutes of absolute gold regardless of what's happening on the outside. Okay. So a lot of you know that I run uh, a lot of my business on social media and a lot of my clients coming through are wanting to use that as a vehicle as well to reach more people, to help more people. One of the biggest mistakes that you guys are making is not using your personal page. I won't go into too much detail, but basically, Facebook is Facebook algorithms are really tight on your business page. No one sees it. They want you to pay the money. So they want you to pay the money to use your business page. Many of you are going ahead, setting up business pages or groups pages because you're looking at what I've done and you're trying to duplicate it without the right guidance. Come to the half day workshop. Um, look at what package is going to suit you. We can direct you. We can take years off your years off and like light years of work if you do it the first way uh, if you do it the proper way the first time so people are scared of using their personal profile but guys this is where the biggest algorithm it's all organic everything that i do is organic i recently just spent uh, a fair bit of money actually on facebook ads for probably three months and it didn't work for me i wasn't ready for it i didn't research it enough i relied on somebody else to do it so apart from that three months that i signed up for and forked out loads of money, everything I have done has been organic. I think I might've got three leads from the Facebook ads I used. Use your personal profile. And if you're not wanting your children on it, then create a private group for your friends and family. The other reason people don't use it is because they're worried of what their friends and family are going to say. So either delete them or step up, step the F up. I went to Tony Robbins last week, I'm like, right. Um, step up and if they don't like it, they will crumble away. Your vibration will lift and the people that give you a hard time block, delete or just grow and grow and grow. Okay, so get those personal pages working for you. Now, I have worked with many of you who have told me you don't want to run your own business and that's okay. But if you ever want to do anything and use social media as a vehicle, what we're going to want to do for you is to get you to start building a following. And that's where you need to use your personal page. You use your personal page to get people to trust you. 
So get those personal pages pumping. If you want to see how I do it, you want more information, jump over to my personal page, Diane McKendrick, and watch how I do it. Because I spend so much time uh, nurturing people and sharing who I genuinely am, that is why I have one of the like most solid, amazing conversion rates because people get to see from the very top of exactly who I am and what my life is. The other reason people don't want to share on their personal pages because they, they want to hide stuff and they don't want everybody to know everything. Like obviously we have our private stuff, but I always, I grew up with the, um, I think it was one of my coaches that said way back when I started in center management, if you don't want it written on the front page of the newspaper, don't do it. And another a mentor, a, a mentor of mine at the moment, Lewis Smocker, we talk about it. He says, how would you feel? He does this as a little bit of a, um, it's a strategy. How would you feel if every, if you were recorded 24 hours a day in your home behind closed doors, how would you feel? And do you feel charged to any of your behavior? And if you do, you need to chat, you need to change that behavior. So you could pretty much come into my, my private space at, at any time. And because I've done so much work, and I mean, there's always things, right? There's always growth. There's always learning. There's always things that, you know, go deeper, deeper, deeper. But overall, like 80% of the time, whatever I say or do can be captured and shared. And I'm not scared of it because I own all the traits. I own all parts of myself. I own not just the active, the activated, energetic liveliness that you see on Facebook because we've done a webinar about it and those of you who work quite closely with me have told me it's changed your life. When we realize that we've got to be both sides of the coin and it's not just activated, energized and happy, on the other side of the coin is also the opposite to that. So I have to be lazy. I have to be grumpy. I have to be the opposite. And instead of resisting being lazy and grumpy, it's like, yeah, of course. I can be. Do I choose that most of the time? No, but can I be that? Yes. Is that okay? So that's very powerful and that's going to help you. If you need extra support on that, please reach out. The webinar I did goes for 45 minutes. It's a private YouTube link and I can send you that webinar. It's a great place to start. So get on that personal profile. The, the second thing, which I guess is the third, because I'm giving you extra. So uh, mistake number three is something that we called multiple funnel syndrome, MFS. And I was a doozy for this. I completely spread myself way too thin, particularly right up until very recently. My business didn't scale to the heights and the limits it has until recently because I kept getting my butt kicked from my coach who said, no, park that idea. It's too much time, effort, energy. No, park that idea. No, park that idea. Focus on this hit this business number or milestone in your business and then add the next thing. So a lot of us will get on this um, journey and we'll do really well and then we'll want to add the next thing. But you've got to give yourself the metrics. So for me, until I hit 100 grand in my business, I wasn't letting myself do anything. So anything extra, just focus on this one funnel. I don't love the word funnel, but basically what that means is people come in and meet you at all different stages of the journey. And somebody who's just met you for the first time is very unlike, haven't heard of you or seen of you, is very unlikely that they're going to come and pay you 10 grand for a package. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. And if you've done that, you've literally met someone and a moment later they've, they've 
um, drop 10 grand into your bank account, even if you have got the most incredible, amazing product, it's likely that this person's going to want to get to know you better. So I spend 80% of my time at the top of the funnel, like building trust with people, sharing my family life, sharing who I really am. And then we take people and we nurture, we nurture people into the next thing. So if you've come, if you've come onto this podcast, then that would be at the top of the funnel. It's a free thing where I'm building trust with you. I'm sharing myself. I'm sharing snippets of the information I use with my clients. And then one day you might go like there's 27 episodes. You've listened maybe to 27. Maybe you've listened to 10. You go, Oh, actually starting to like her what else has she got to offer and then I could say well you can come to our half day workshop we've got six steps to soul success half day workshop and the tickets when it's in person is $50 so you might have worked with me or listened to me or watched me on social media for a couple of months ago oh, yeah um, now I trust her I know who she says she is $50 is a reasonable amount of money I feel comfortable paying that so you come and pay you 50 bucks or 20 bucks if it's online and then from there, it's like, what's next? And we can tell you about if you're wanting a more higher level of support, if you want to get clear in your business, if you want to come to our retreats, then you can come and do this with us. So that's very simple and it's very direct. It hasn't always been like, like that. I was out there running vision board workshops and doing past life regressions and essential oil workshops. And I was doing several, several different workshops. I was out every Friday night, every, and then morning, Saturday, afternoon at another event, then Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon at other events. I was exhausted. I was tired. I was burnt out. And I'm seeing many of you start to do that. You'll do something once or twice and it won't get the numbers that you want, or it's taking too long because you just look at what I've done and go, oh, it seemed quick for her. But what you guys haven't seen is the years and years and years and years that I've put in before this. You didn't see me when I was swimming, learning discipline, learning resilience, learning to get back up. And I just trained for four years and bombed and failed in my race. So all this has led up till today. So focus on one thing, get really clear about your funnel or how you nurture your customers and your clients and create your community and focus on that and stick with that until you hit a milestone, whether it's 10 customers, whether it's a hundred grand in your business, whether it's whatever it is for you, you've got to pick that and you've got to look at it and you've got to know it every single day and say really, really focused. Um, this is going to, this is so valuable. This is priceless, this information guys, because I can guarantee that you are probably, if you're running your business, you've come up against these. And if you haven't, you will very shortly. Remember me saying, remember these words, stay focused, park the ideas until you hit the milestone, and then we'll incorporate the next thing. Once again, doesn't have to be perfect. We will get it started and we will perfect, perfect it on the run. In fact, it'll never be perfect because it's going to grow with you. It's going to change with you. It's going to evolve with you. All of your ideas, you know, your books, your podcast. I've got clients now starting their own podcast. I've got uh, clients now writing their own books. I've got clients now like starting their own merchandise. Like it's phenomenal watching these women really step up. And these are women that three, four months ago, even probably sooner, two months ago was, you know, in full-time job just liking what we were doing on Facebook, looking from the outside in thinking, oh, I like these girls. I might've met them before at an event and then, you know, committed to themselves, stepped up, invested in themselves. They've done the work. Two, three months later, they've attended the retreats. They're making a difference. And now they're influencers and people of influence in our community. So that's been really valuable and a lot of fun to watch that as well. Okay, um, mistake number four 
I'm just going to change these numbers. There's actually six you're getting more than you bargained for today. Mistake number four is so simple, but so many people do it, including myself, and it is not having a payment gateway ready. Let me say that again. You've created this amazing product or this service or you've got something to offer the people that's life-changing and you've got the website up, you've got the podcast started, you've done this, you've done that and then someone comes to you and goes, or, you know, you write your book. It happened to me. I was out. I'm ready to sell this book and they come up and I just didn't think about it. I just thought people would pay me cash and they're like, oh, can I pay on card? And I just put my head in my hands and was like, oh my gosh, I don't have a card reader. The internal dialogue was like, you idiot, why didn't you think of this? You're trying to run a business here and you can't even think of a card reader. Then I got the card reader and it didn't work. I couldn't work out how to make it work. And then I got the card reader, made it work, and then I kept forgetting the things. So self-sabotage all over the place. Get a payment gateway. You've got the Square Reader, which is what we use. I've also found on PayPal, I've set up a PayPal account. Don't ask me how. I fumbled my way through it somehow. Um, yeah, so the, the Square Reader is like $70. The PayPal account is free. But what you can do on PayPal is have a PayPal me link. So basically, you can send people that link and you put in the amount that they owe you and they just click on the link and it goes straight to paying you that amount. So you want less steps when, when money's involved, you just want people to be able to click a button and have it done or tap the card and have it done. If you make it too hard for people in a self-sabotage pattern like I did and many of you have done and probably still will do, then they won't pay you. It's all too hard, they'll go, they'll go to someone else. There's plenty of people out there with great products at the moment. We've got to, you've got to stand above. You've got to have these simple little things in place. So if you're starting your own business, even long before you're ready to receive money, go out and get one of these machines. Set up your PayPal account. Have a little money bag in your bag. So if anybody ever says, I want to buy your product, it's there. But more importantly, you're telling the universe and showing the universe you're ready to receive. That is huge, 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 huge. Okay, step number five or mistake number five that a lot of you are doing is trying to do everything yourself. I am a massive culprit of this and so is my sister. We recently got our third team member on board. We now have three assistants and we're looking at getting a personal chef and someone to help us around the house. So what we have had to learn because, I don't know, it just felt so extreme to be getting all this support and help. And I was coming from a scarcity mindset of paying somebody else's wage. Like, you know, that's a big responsibility. What if my business goes belly up and these people are relying on me to pay their wage and I can't pay it anymore. That's a big responsibility. But I was coming from scarcity. I can't scale my business until I outsource some stuff because I was working in my business. So now we've got a team of, there's myself, Michelle and my sister, three assistants. Um, so we've both got a personal assistant each and then somebody that helps um, part-time on all the little bits and pieces around the edges and literally looking at getting a chef started next week. So I'm going to cook our food for us uh, so we can spend our time and space and energy on creation and working on our business. But that takes a little bit of time and maybe you're not ready for that step yet, but I wanted to share it because sometimes I just shake my head and go, how have, how have I made this happen? And 
Uh, it's just a commitment to growth. It's a commitment to the vision. It's knowing my why. It's showing up every day. It's consistency. It's being aware of what I'm doing when no one's watching. Most of my life is out there on social media, but there's definitely times in the middle of my workout, for example, or when I don't want to get up in the morning or when my kids are being little shits, which happens, that the way I choose to act in those moments are so relevant and so important that when my husband's been away for months on end and I'm here by myself, um, running million dollar business, writing a book, looking after two little kids, doing school drop-offs, lunches, all the thing that, yeah, I feel like I need some help. And it felt, I can't think of what the word is right now. It felt like too much, too extreme to go on and outsource things. But on this side of it, on scaling past a uh, hundred grand, in my business for the year, like flying past 100 grand, to be honest, and looking at doubling that in the next financial year, we can't scale and you can't scale unless you outsource some stuff. So start looking at what you do that you don't enjoy or takes up a lot of time and have a look around and see where you might be able to call in some help. You can start small if you want, start with somebody part-time to support you and then grow it. So that's what we're doing with a chef is we're going to have a trial and see if it works for her and if it works for us. We like to hire people with kids because we like supporting families and we want the role with us to be able to fit around their family life. And like we're all one a big team, as a team we rise. So start small, give things a trial, give things a go. The biggest thing is actually changing the mindset in your head of receiving help because I don't feel like it's something we've been taught to do. It's sort of been hammered into us that it's weak to ask for help. And yeah, I'm still unwiring that thought process and still some days I wake up and I'm just like, oh my gosh, how am I going to manage this? How am I going to make it happen? I'm responsible for all these people, but I'm getting three, four, five times the amount of work done because I'm staying in my lane. I'm staying in my area of genius and I'm having to learn about leadership and learn about compassionate leadership and being a CEO and a boss that, hasn't, that doesn't come naturally. Um, but yeah, the time will be right for you and you can start to learn all about that as well. So mistake number five is doing everything yourselves. So just start to have a look at what you can outsource, what you're currently doing. And in the dream life, five years from now, we talked about compelling identity last week. Um, what would she say? What would that, that woman from five years from now, what should, would she recommend that you do in terms of outsourcing stuff? Um, very, very, very relevant for all of you right now. And I mean, even if you aren't starting your own business and you're spending two or three hours cleaning and you hate or four hours cleaning a week and you hate cleaning, imagine if you could pay someone $20 who actually loved it and you walked into your house and that was just taken care of. Phenomenal. It would create so much space in your life for you to do more of what you want to do. Plus you're supporting another family. And at 20 bucks an hour, this really hit home to me when um, I started charging, mind you, my first session. So this is to give you a little bit of contrast. My very first life coaching session, I charged $30 for an hour. Guys, it was $30 for an hour for the first, this woman worked with me for six months and she paid me $30 an hour every week for six months. I now charge $500 an hour. It's hard to get into me because I don't do many one-on-ones. And if you want to work with me on, on that sort of scale, it's 10 to 15 K a year, thousand dollars, 10 to $15,000 a year. So I started at $30. So keep that in mind that if I can do that, and I felt like a fraud, I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm charging $30, but it's valuable, right? If you do what I tell you to do, your life will change. And that is absolutely priceless. So 
Um, do yeah, doing everything yourself. I think I was talking about. I'm going to move on to the last step, and I sort of touched on it a little up there a little earlier, but it was going into the cell for people, trying to sell people shit. And as a as a client or a customer myself, I find it distasteful when someone doesn't know you and they're just trying to shove a product or a service down your throat. They won't take no for an answer. I think we've all been touched by this, right? The, um, the used salesman type of mentality. They're out there. I'm not making it wrong. I'm just saying I don't like it personally as a customer or a client and I don't like it um, personally, so I'm not going to do that to people. So, there, yes, there's sales, but what we teach people is how to sell with heart. Wait and hear what somebody needs and then offer them the service or product that they can fill that gap for them. But the mistake, guys, the mistake a lot of you are making probably without even realizing is selling without nurturing people, going straight in for the sale. And, and sometimes it's not even coming from the, the dishonest used car salesman kind of scenario. It's coming from a place of love and like you really want to help people. You believe in your product. It's, you know, it's going to help people and you just want to get in there and give it to them. But just, just take a back seat and listen to people. How often in life are you listened to? So if you're a coach, I work with a lot of coaches now um, coming to me to scale their business and make massive impact in the world. Uh, just, just listen to people. Nurture them. Don't do the used car salesman and just try and sell to them straight away. Listen to what they need. Give them the services and products that match for them where they are in their journey and their life and continue to listen, continue to build rapport and genuinely care about each and every single person that you come across. Another reason our business has done so well is because we value everybody. You might have worked with those people that they give you so much time and effort and energy and... Uh, when you're paying them money and then what will happen is you stop paying, you'll find another coach and it's you stop paying and they give you no effort and energy. Like they just cut off from you. What Michelle and I are really passionate about is continuing um, the support and continuing the nurturing for people, the whole circle, the whole lot, helping people from the very beginning right down to the very end or whatever the part of the journey. So that's why we have set up our business the way that we have and that is part of the reason it's so successful because we care about and we give the same amount of effort and energy to the people who don't spend any money with us so this might be just some people that like to come to the meetups they like to do all the free events like i said i spend probably 80 percent of my time on the free stuff because i want to keep getting out there and getting raising people's vibration through all the information that i've got and i will just keep putting it out there and i will keep infusing it into the social media land. So even if someone reads something and they've got another coach, it doesn't matter. If it adds value to their life, I'm going to keep adding value and I'm going to keep doing that. And then what will happen is one day they'll work with you or they won't and that's fine as well because you've done your job. You've created things, you've put it out there, you've got processes and systems in place, you're supporting people, you're waking up every day, your vibration is lifting. And that's what it's all about, is raising the vibration and raising the consciousness um, and really stepping into your power. So that's what I wanted to talk about, the five mistakes that I see my clients making the most. And I'm just gonna recap them quickly before I finish up and go in there and have some dinner. The cake that they cooked smells amazing. Um, so step number one, 
or mistake number one was, you know, making sure everything's perfect. Perfectionism before they start, just get started. Step number two was scared of using their personal profile. Just get all that out of your brain that people are gonna be judging you because they will, so you might as well do it anyway, and start using your personal profile. Step number, mistake number three was lack of focus, the multiple funnel syndrome, trying to do too much, doing way too much. People, you get confused, people get confused. Just stay really focused on the one thing until you hit the milestones. And then as a coach, we can see the blind spots and then we, we will help you elicit what it is next that you're going to bring in and it will be in alignment with the rest of everything else that you're doing. Uh, mistake number four that people will make is no payment gateway. Go out today if you're listening to this and you've got any inkling that you want to start your own business, set up your PayPal account, business PayPal account, or get your square reader. So that's going to fast forward it and tell the universe, hey, I'm ready, bring me the goods. Uh, mistake number five is doing everything yourself. Write a list of everything that you do and start to just outsource the little things. You can start small and we can build on it. And mistake number six is being the used car salesman and just trying to sell shit to people basically that they don't need and they don't want. <laughs> Even if you think they need it and they want it, what we want you to do is listen. Listen, listen and listen some more and nurture these people into what it is they need best. Even if it's a free product, even if it's just hanging out with the community, it, whatever it is, nurture, 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 listen, listen, listen. And when you do that, it's going to give you so much content to create, like I said, um, to get out there and raise the vibration of the world, whatever business that you're in. So I hope you guys found that as exciting and interesting as I did. I absolutely adore Mondays when I get to record my podcast. Like I said, I have been out all day today and then I had calls back to back since I got home to the point I didn't even get really a chance to say hello to my family as I came in. Um, had a few little hiccups through the middle with the kids coming in and the timer going off and the vacuum cleaner starting, but it just makes it all the more real. And I just wanted to give a massive shout out to you all and say a massive thank you for your belief in me. Uh, all your engagement over there on social media. A lot of you are following me, Diane McKendrick, on either Instagram or Facebook. And you all know um, you get a free ticket to my half-day workshop, which is the six steps to the soul success. So please send me a PM if you haven't received the link already. Um, but if you're engaging in our stuff and you're interested, we give a free ticket. Anybody else that just sees it online, they pay 20 bucks for it. Um, and when we start doing them in person again, I can't wait for that. But yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure and an absolute privilege to be here and chat to you. Thank you for spending your time with me today and listening to this um, really awesome content. And I will see you uh, same place, same time next week. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I would like to personally invite you to my next workshop, The Six Steps to Soul Success. It's four hours with me where I personally take you through the six steps that I have taken to build the life and the business of my dreams. We hold them online and offline and all you need to do is send me a personal message on Facebook or Instagram. And if you take action now, I will honor that with a free ticket.
The online tickets are valued at $20 and the offline at $50. So if you take action, send me that message. I will ensure that my team secures you a free ticket to join us and start taking the first step to living the life of your dreams.